Section 2 of The Birds and All Nature, Volume 6, Number 5, December 1899. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Tavarish. The Narcissus. William Kerr Higley, Secretary of the Chicago Academy of Sciences. The genus of plants called Narcissus, many of the species of which are highly esteemed by the floriculturist and lover of cultivated plants, belongs to the Amaryllis family, Amaryllidaceae. This family includes about 70 genera and over 800 species that are mostly native in tropical or semi-tropical countries, though a few are found in temperate climates. Many of the species are sought for ornamental purposes and, on account of their beauty and remarkable odor, they are more prized by many than are the species of the lily family. In this group is classed the American aloe, agave americana, valued not only for cultivation but also by the Mexicans on account of the sweet fluid which is yielded by its central bud. This liquid after fermentation forms an intoxicating liquor known as pulque. By distillation this yields a liquid very similar to rum, called by Mexicans mezcal. The leaves furnish a strong fiber known as vegetable silk from which since remote times paper has been manufactured. The popular opinion is that this plant flowers but once in a century, hence the name century plant is often applied to it, though under proper culture it will blossom more frequently. Other plants of equal economic and historic interest but less known belong to this family. It is said that one species furnished the fluid used by the Hottentots for poisoning their arrows. The genus Narcissus derives its name from a Greek word meaning stupor because of the narcotic effect produced by the odor and by portions of the plants of some species. There are about 25 species, chiefly natives of southern Europe, but some of them, either natural or modified by the gardener's art, are worldwide in cultivation. Blossoming early in the season, they are frequently referred to as harbingers of spring. The flowers are handsome, large, varying in color from yellow to white and sometimes marked with crimson. They are usually born on a nearly naked stem. Some of the species are very fragrant. The leaves are elongated, nearly sword-shaped, and usually about a foot in length, rising from the bulbous underground stem. Among the forms that are familiar are the daffodils, the jonquils, and the poet's narcissus. An interesting feature in the structure of the flowers is the cup or crown, which is found at the base of the flower segments. The length and character of this is an important feature in the separation of the species. In Grecian mythology, Narcissus was the son of the river god, Cephissus. He failed to return the love of the mountain nymph, Echo, which so grieved her that she pined away till nothing remained but her voice, which gave back with absolute fidelity all sounds uttered in the hills and dales. Narcissus was punished for this by Aphrodite, who caused him to love his own image 
as it was reflected in the water of a neighboring fountain. Quote, consumed with unrequited love, he too wasted away and was changed into the flower which bears his name. End, quote. End of section two. This recording is in the public domain.